0: Set down your sleepy water and your Mr. Whistle. Take off that raincoat and grab a cold beer. It's time to have a real talk about pediatric dentistry. You're listening to Bruise and Tiny Teeth, the unfiltered pediatric dentistry podcast.
1: What's up, Bruise and Tiny Teeth fam? It's your boy, Casey Getz, checking in. Got a good episode with you today. I'm going to walk you guys through today. We're talking one-star reviews. Uh, this one took a little while to put together, and uh, I'm excited to share some of the results that the other pediatric dentists, some of my anonymous listeners, had kind of shared uh, shared with me. The idea for today is, uh, you know, when you've been open long enough, you've been seeing patients long enough, whether it be in your own practice or you're associating, eventually, you're going to have parents and patients and encounters and things just not go quite right and you're going to get hit with those one star reviews or those angry facebook rants um and 90 you know high percentage of the time they're not really our fault and it's frustrating and it can kind of get you down and it's kind of a tough part about our profession of sorts so i thought it'd be you know kind of a nice exercise today for uh almost like like a pediatric dentist share mean tweets you know so i had uh reached out on facebook the different facebook groups and got um you know, angry one star reviews to be reported. And so I've kind of compiled them anonymously. I was going to start with one or two of my own. Uh, I do have a one star review that was over something really stupid. And then I was going to start anonymously sharing some of the listeners. So thank you. And big shout out to everybody that kind of participated and sent me a review. You know, there's a, a lot of dentists that had reviews and just didn't want to share it so uh even though they're anonymous it it's i know it takes a little bit extra effort and trust to kind of reach out to me and share your story uh to publicly to some degree so uh, with that being said let me i'll kind of kick this off and share my first uh one star review so i've been open about two years uh this review happened let's see about a year ago so it happened about a year in um i am going to read the review first, and then I'll give you guys the backstory. Uh, so this review, they don't uh, they don't want to do what the parent feels more comfortable with. They say they are doctors, so they know what is better for everyone when in fact, I'm the parent and I know what's best for my child and what we feel most comfortable with. Horrible people to even talk to because they don't want to listen to you. That was it. That's the uh, the single one-star review I've gotten. Now the context behind that, is this is a parent uh, who I have never met in person? <clears throat> the uh, this mom, uh, her daughter comes to me via grandma. So grandma is the one who brings patient to the appointments. Grandma is not legal guardian, but you know pretty much does ninety percent of you know appointments and makes most of the decisions for the patient. Kind of this weird relationship. Mom and grandma don't get along, and grandma is paying for everything. Uh, so grandma brings me this, I think she's a five-year-old girl. She's got a big mouthful of cavities, um, you know, large cavities on her back teeth. Uh, she needs an eight-pack of crowns, right? They're they're not little MODOs, and she's not cooperative. She needs an eight-pack of crowns. Ideally, could have used sedation. So I'm looking, I'm treatment planning, I'm walking grandma through why stainless steel crowns are important, um, why that's going to be the best option for us, and that we could probably do sedation. But if you wanted me to try to push through some tough appointments, I could try. Uh, grandma um grandma was totally on board she says yep that sounds good she understood why fillings weren't going to be a great option because these were all halfway to to the pulp so we treatment plan an eight pack of crowns um mom called back and was uh we talked to the front desk my girls up front talked to mom on the phone a couple different times she was always super rude she didn't like the treatment plan she uh, didn't understand why stainless steel crowns were important um so then Grandma got involved again and we talked to and mom actually wanted to cancel. She said, either do fillings or we're not doing it at all. Uh, We encouraged her to get a second opinion. Grandma said, screw that. We're going, you know, we're staying with you guys. Um, I'm the one paying for it. We're doing stainless steel crowns. So it was this big back and forth thing where grandma was grandma and mom were. It was it was like her mother in law, you know, on the other side. So they just didn't get along. Well, anyways, mom was mad at us, but ended up signing the treatment plan. And I agreed to do it without sedation. So it was, there were super hard appointments, pretty much crying the whole time, basically just sliced open contacts, modified hall crowns, scooped out a little decay, just got crowns on the best as I could, but they were, they were, um, challenging appointments. She was, she was very naughty. So we, we did two, two sides, got it done without sedation, a lot of work, really hard appointments. Um, and then uh, a few weeks later, mom leaves us this review that you know, that, that she's the parent, that she knows what she's more comfortable with, that she knows what's better. Um, you know, and, and you can only just shake your head because had we tried to do, you know, giant class two rodeo fillings, they would have fallen out and abscessed and just been an absolute disaster. Uh, but she didn't want to do sedation and I've never even met her in person or talked to her in person. So, uh, that's kind of what you get for, you know, um, I guess being being kind of the nice guy there. So that was my one star review. Um, and that was a bit of a tricky one there. So um I've got a couple other ones, uh, but I'm gonna just keep it to that one for right now. That's the only one star review, but we've had some other patient encounters that you know the parents were upset about various things. So all right, our first guest uh writing in. Um I've got a few written and a few audio versions, so I'm gonna kind of scatter those around to kind of break it up. I really thought the voice recorded ones, the audio ones. Uh, We're kind of nice to have, uh, you know, the the perspective of the dentist that uh, had the review give it. But I do have some written ones here that are pretty good as well. So um, this first one comes from a dentist in Texas. Pediatric dentist says, all my worst reviews have been from a former employee that I kept trying to work with. They took things into their own decision making process during tough situations and made some unwelcome decisions. I kept trying to work with them, but ultimately and ironically, they ended up quitting despite my efforts to try to see the positive side of what they brought to the office. My philosophy for bad, uh, bad reviews is that you already lost that reviewer. The response you write is for everyone else to read that review. You have a chance to explain in a way to show sympathy, understanding, and possible resolution. Bad reviews happen from every single instance or bad employees or rather in, uh, inadequate training being late or not seeing a patient, not taking insurances, billing or payment issues, being unsympathetic, or the only real bad review is a family having a really bad experience with your doctor in my opinion. That's the only review that really hurts an office. The other stuff happens in the healthcare industry and most patients can accept a few scratches on an otherwise good out, good office. I completely uh, agree with the ending of that. It's kind of unfortunate that it's an angry employee that that leaves you a bad review that's going to happen in just about any business you're in. And if you practice long enough and you own a practice, eventually you're most likely going to have to let somebody go. Um, and that's just something that can happen. But uh, I, I completely agree, you know, with that last statement there that, you know, even the the best offices, the most perfect pediatric offices or the perfect business of any kind is eventually going to have a couple scratches for things that we just maybe are out of our control. Something, um, you have an emergency or something, uh, a piece of equipment breaks in the office you run a few minutes late you're eventually going to probably get dinged for running late or for a paperwork error or an insurance thing i think it's it's reasonable to say that most parents are going to overlook that um but you 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 know they'll take a few scratches the ones that are really the ones that hurt are if the doctor has uh the doctor has an issue maybe not great communication skills from the doctor or a bad doctor encounter. Those are the ones I think that are a little bit harder to get over. So that is the part that we can control, you know, just good communication skills, good eye contact, shake hands, be a personable, a people person. If you're running late, apologize. Say, I'm sorry. I know your time's valuable. That's on me. I'm sorry for running a few minutes late there. You know, if you do that, you're going to be just fine. Okay. And then our next review uh, is going to be an audio view. So let's go ahead and take a listen.
0: Hello, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. So as far as one-star reviews go, most of the time they are completely fabricated, lies, grossly unfair exaggerations of things that happened. However, recently we received one that was 100% accurate and deserved, and we're going to own up to it, and I'm going to share it with you all. So I have two very good dental assistants who are of Latin descent and Spanish-speaking, and we got a review recently that the mother after the cleaning was done and the girls were doing their paperwork and the kids were playing the mother overheard one of my dental assistants tell the other one in spanish just how gross and nasty this patient's teeth were and they were not aware that the mom being caucasian was a fluent spanish speaker and understood every word and sent us a pretty awful review Um, She had nice things to say about the dentist, who was either me or one of my partners. We don't know. But she was legitimately very upset. So that was horrible, and we deserved it. And I just figured I'd share that with you all. And then just as a side note for the owner, I mean, what can you do? You apologize to the parent. You tell them how awful it is and how horrible you feel. And you talk to your dental assistants, and you tell them they're not to communicate with each other in Spanish and in in the office unless it's needed for work and you know just try and learn from it and move on but there was a legitimate one-star review I'm embarrassed to say all right y'all happy Thanksgiving
1: yeah that's kind of a tough one there uh I feel fortunate at times where I I don't have as many uh translating and you know English as a second language kind of communication barriers in in our practice but uh Kudos to that doctor for owning up to it. That's pretty cool. You know, it's okay to, um, to say, you know, we screwed up, we messed up on that one. So this is what we're going to do to make some changes, review our systems, make sure that that doesn't happen again in the future. So props to that doctor. That's pretty cool. All right. Our next one comes in via email from a pediatric dentist, uh, in Arizona. This was a, a review that I was familiar with prior to him sending it to me. Uh, but I thought that, uh, these couple were pretty interesting. So i will go ahead and read these ones. The first one star review i got was from a mom with a four-year-old with rampant caries he had caries on all 20 baby teeth and tooth e was abscessed we went over the treatment with mom and the need for iv sedation due to the patient's behavior age and extent of decay discussed the fillings crowns and the need for extraction of e due to the abscess mom doesn't schedule and comes back six months later due to uh, pain the child was in and large swelling now above the tooth Discuss treatment again that day and once more the morning of the treatment prior to the start of the case. Treatment went well and all seemed fine in the world until two weeks later. Mom left two separate reviews under different names and claiming we had ruined her son's life and we uh, like to take out teeth on kids to make money. She then comes unannounced to the office demanding to speak to me about how I ruined her life. My office manager and I met with her in our consultation room and she let me know that I ruined her son, his speech, and how he will not want to start kindergarten because of his missing tooth. I talked to her for a while, but had to leave the room, and my office manager sat and talked with her for a while. Turns out she had just lost her mother, and we are pretty sure she was going through a nervous breakdown, and we were just the lashing out point. My manager comforted her the best she could, and even said that she would remove the reviews. A week later, she called demanding the x-rays and materials used as she was finding a dentist that would give him a new tooth. Reviews are still there, and we have not seen or heard from them again. You don't know what you can do about that one. That one's just kind of a... That one's... Kind of a tough you know actually oddly enough i don't uh i apologize for making this a spin on on uh, on my office but i just had a kid just like this a few weeks ago um agreed to ga did an eight pack um, and found out that l the caries was down to the bone couldn't get a crown on it um, the pulp didn't look good had to extract it and put a spacer in i had briefly mentioned to parents that we could could be a change in the treatment plan and extract a tooth And I ended up having to extract it. And they were so, so, so upset about having to extract, uh, the baby tooth and and not so much the spacer, but just the idea that a baby tooth was pulled. You know, you would think I, I cut her arm off. They called multiple times. They didn't leave a bad review. Um, but you know, just there's, I don't know, parents clearly what all this comes out to is they just don't fully comprehend the treatment plans we give to them. It doesn't matter if you talk about it twice, record it, make them sign the treatment plan. A lot of parents, you know, just don't have a healthcare IQ or literacy that they just um, you know, they're just not gonna get it. And no matter what you do, you know, you're still gonna upset some parents when you fix enough teeth. So and then this decan uh Dennis second review, which is this one's a favorite of mine. Second one star review from a dad who brought his son in for a filling and an extraction. Mom had usually brought the kids in, but he was there for treatment that day. All went great. The patient was an F4 and everything was completed. When it came time to pay, Dad said that we should just bill him because he didn't bring his wallet. My staff reminded him that we discussed when he signed in and we reviewed the treatment plan he was going to need to pay on the way out of the procedure. He began yelling at my staff and said he would just pay us through Zelly. My staff then got yelled at even more when we explained that we are not set up to take payments through Zelly. He left the office without paying and then left a review saying that he liked the doctor, but the office staff belittled him and snickered amongst themselves that he did not have his wallet that day. We also found out that he is a medical psychologist with his own practice, with a lot of one-star reviews on his page. Uh, I just I thought that was funny, kind of a patient workaround for you know not wanting to pay their copay, uh, I, you know. And it's a matter of time before we start all getting hit with, you know. First, it's kind of Apple Pay, which is okay. That's a normal credit card, but you know we're in the in the era of PayPal and then Coinbase and cryptocurrency and digital assets where it's a matter of time before patients are going to ask if we accept, you know, some sort of crypto or Bitcoin or Robin Hood or something as a as a form of payment. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just can't help but shake your head with that. So pretty ridiculous one there. Can't do much about that one. All right. Up next, we've got uh, one star review via Facebook submission. So background. This person's child was scheduled for IV sedation, and we used dental anesthesiologist in open airway. After getting her pre-op clearance, it was determined that her BMI was higher than our team was comfortable seeing in an office setting, and we usually refer to our local children's hospital. The parent stormed into our office after being told we would have to make other arrangements for his child's care. Looking a mess. His glasses were held together with paper clips, uh, and he was making some colorful statements to our front desk, but also including things like, don't they teach you how to treat fat people in, uh, don't they tre- teach you how to treat fat people in dental school? And fat kids need care too. Clearly had no understanding of the risks. And then uh, proceeds to leave a one-star review. They just called and rescheduled my chi- uh, child's procedure because her BMI is too high. Apparently they don't know what discrimination is. Yeah, that one's, uh, that one. you, you know, you, you can't explain that you were that doesn't hold up if your child has an adverse reaction due to sedation because their BMI was too high. So, again, that's one just uneducated, low healthcare literacy parent that you just can't do much about other than shake your head and take that loss. And I think most uh, smart people are going to read that review and, um, you know, probably understand that, that that's on the parent and not on the dentist. So, all right. Up next, we've got an uh, an audio review submitted in. Let's take a listen.
2: Hey Casey, this is Beth. Happy Thanksgiving. I wanted to get this to you before I forgot. um, Just a little background on this patient, four-year-old male. Mom came in for a consult and we decided to do four stainless steel crowns on lower molars with anesthesia. Decay was large enough that we wanted to remove decay and make sure we weren't into the nerve of the tooth. Uh, Patient came in for operative appointment with mom Mom was back in the room, uh, patient uh, did not do well with nitrous, uh, which was a pretty good indication that that appointment wasn't going to go very well today. But I soldiered on because I was a new provider and wanted to you know, help the patient out. Uh, so we proceeded to do an IAN block on the right-hand side that did not go well. Um, we had several assistants in the room helping with hands and legs, and we had mom helping. And after that happened, we decided to stop treatment, and I chatted with mom, and she was adamant that we get something done today because she had come from so far away. And I just had a bad gut feeling about this mom, and just one of those parents that you just know is just not just, – I don't know, just, just not – on the same page as you and you just don't get the sense that they understand what you're doing and that you're trying to help their child. And anyways, long story short, we ended up doing hall crowns on, um, S and T. We did not treat the other side, talked about, Oh, I I placed spacers so that we could do hall crowns the next time. Um, he was, as you can imagine, um, not, not well behaved and just, it was a very difficult appointment even to do hall crowns. Um, and he left very, very upset. Um, mom, just hard to gauge mom, but just not, I could just tell she wasn't in a good place. Um, patient's father, who I don't believe is married to the mom, called the next day and spoke with my partner and was very upset. Um, wanted to talk to me and, you know, didn't understand why we were treating baby teeth and just didn't let them fall out. Um, so I attempted to call the father, no, no mail, no voicemail, um, didn't ever call me back, but proceeded to leave a Facebook post that stated that, um, Provider tortured my son yesterday for four small cavities, no anesthetic other than gel, and capped two of four. He's only four and now officially scared of the dentist. I was not there. I was at home sick. Um, <clears throat> stated that the actual dentist involved wouldn't take my call. I was actually not in the office that day. Um, <clears throat> cavities are tiny, no need to be capped. Um, just a lot of untruths said that nobody was back with him in the room, which is not true. Mom was. So just a good reminder that when you have a gut feeling about not doing something because of behavior or you just don't get the sense that parents are on board with what you're doing, you just need to stick to your guns and stop treatment, um, ultimately, A good learning lesson for me as a provider. Um, But in a day, I'll never forget. And I think about often when I have parents in my office that I just get the sense that they don't, they're not on board with what I'm doing. And they don't understand the type of treatment that we're trying to provide. Um, And the child is not going to be cooperative. So anyways, I'm so glad you're doing this. This is super fun. If you need something more, just let me know. Have a great Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a rough one to get. Um, it's a good summarizing point at the end where, you know, once every month or so we get those tough patient encounters where you get that, that gut feeling like this isn't going to go well. This parent doesn't have realistic expectations. You know, they don't want sedation. They want a perfect appointment and their kids not being perfect where you're going to lose no matter what happens. And that's those hard appointments is when I remind myself, this is why we get paid the big bucks to to do the stuff that nobody else wants to do, because you know it, it's these tough, tough ones here that make us earn our paycheck. So you just have to remind yourself that those, those hard ones are going to exist. So I've got, uh, um, let's see, this is a uh, online submitted review. Uh, I just have the review. I don't have any more of the situation other than the one star review here and the dentist response. But this is a good one here. I can see Doctor, uh, who will name remain anonymous, Doctor X. Has a lot of good reviews but he failed horribly with my daughter we have been going there with our two children since 2013 and was happy until our last visit in october of 2017 i was told that she had eight cavities and a schedule uh, appointment for sedation i was okay with that because i trusted him he had done this to her in 2015 she was only three at the time and refused the laughing gas our dental insurance covered it Well, this time our insurance will cover it but not the sedation part since she was older They wanted me to pay $1,000 out of pocket, and we have good dental insurance through Spirit. We have two kids to take care of. I don't just have $1,000 sitting in my bank account. They suggested that I put it on credit. That, to me, was a red flag, so I took her to a different dentist yesterday. She does have cavities, but not as many as they said, and one of the teeth he said needed to be fixed really needs to be pulled out so her adult tooth can come through. Our new dentist is willing to try the laughing gas and fix what needs to be done in three appointments instead of sedating her now that she is older. Dr. X refused to do this in October. So personally, I think it is all about the money and nothing to do with the child, uh, nothing to do with if the child needs proper dental care. Sure, it's nice and fancy there, but trust me, everyone going there is paying for it in the long run, overpricing everything to my insurance and me as the patient. uh, He risked my daughter being sedated just to have more money in his pocket. He doesn't even deserve one star from us. Update, May uh, May 8, 2018. Our new dentist has already taken care of all her cavities without sedation. We did it in two easy appointments. My out-of-pocket expense was $100 to their $1,000 they wanted for sedation. She did excellent without any problems at all. And the best part of it, she did not have to be sedated. Get a second opinion if you take your kids here and they want to be sedated. It's all about the money for him. Just a warning. And then the uh, the owner did respond. Thank you for your feedback. I'm uh, sorry that we did not meet your expectations. We are glad to hear your daughter is receiving care for necessary dentistry. We enjoy seeing your kids. I thought that was a good response. You know, you don't want to go into details. Some dentists like to take the gloves off and start a start a war with the parents on these reviews. But um, you know, I, I think there's some. HIPAA implications there, and and usually nothing good comes from getting in an online keyboard match with these parents where uh, that was a good response there. Ultimately, this one just comes down to, you know, I I make sure that I, if it's a complicated treatment plan or a sedation that's got a lot of, a lot going on in a big treatment plan, in my verbiage, a lot of times I'll say, you know, if, if you you know, take little Jimmy here and you guys go to 10 different pediatric dentists, you're going to get 10 different opinions. About half of them are going to say, let's sedate this kid. The other half are going to say, let's try to battle it out with nitrous. Let's try to do crowns. Let's do big fillings. And it all is just a probability game. You know, there's, there's, I'd say a pretty good probability that, you know, little Jimmy gets maybe one or two appointments in and then maybe has a hard appointment and starts crying and we're back to square one. And yeah, yeah da, da, da. so you expand on that and just kind of emphasize to parent that this it's, it's not cut and dry dentistry, what we're doing. There's a probability aspect to it. You know, it's it's just what's gonna be right for your kiddo. And you can, you know, always get a second opinion if you want to, but in my experience, this is what I think is gonna give us the best shot at getting these teeth fixed. Um, but it, regardless, these, these type of things happen and parents just don't understand that dentistry isn't an exact science, you know, that there's gonna be differing opinions there. Okay, and then we have a tech submission. Uh, This one is funny as well. So this was a a one star review story. This is from the girlfriend of a guy I rented uh, bounce houses from for my open house. He showed up 45 minutes late. One bounce house collapsed with children trapped inside screaming and crying. And then he didn't return to disassemble and pack up and had paid, oh, I had paid half down and the other half was due at the end of the event. I went home an hour after the event since we had everything cleaned up and I was so ticked at him. I wasn't about to stick around any longer. He called me Monday to tell me his girlfriend left this review. Eyes roll. And literally it's just uh, a single one star review with no context, just like one star review, no uh, text or anything like that. Just random one star review. Uh, I did pay him the other part of the payment less one collapsed bouncy house, but he refused to take it down. I figure karma will catch up with him one of these days. Yeah, that's a funny one because, you know, what it's this one's probably not as common, but, you know, occasionally you have an angry vendor or somebody that's never actually brought a patient to your practice. These kind of things can happen just as sort of a revenge review. Um, Yeah, that's a karma thing that'll come around. Most parents, if they see just a single one star review, if they're really Google review focused, are going to see that and not hold a lot of weight on that one. Um, So wouldn't lose too much sleep over that one. All right, and then we've got uh, a couple of reviews sent in by a listener via audio text, so we'll take a listen here.
3: Cold, standoffish, unpleasant are just a few words to describe our experience to this new office. Upon reading the other comments, I'm surprised. How could so many post such good reviews and my kids and I be treated rudely and harshly? Makes you wonder why others were treated great and our experience completely the opposite. We'll be taking the drive out of town.
0: Very rude. She yelled at my daughter coming out of anesthesia, covered her mouth. I would not recommend anyone using this dentist.
1: So I asked that listener for a little bit of context on that second one. And so uh, I got some of the more details on that second review. So she said, uh, I always go and do pre-op first. And when I walked into the op room, the boyfriend of the mom was reclined in the dental chair, watching the kids show we had going on the TV and the room reeked of pot. Okay, whatever. Well, this happened to be a kid where the mom wouldn't let me do a full exam because her child needed active stabilization for the exam, but was referred from a GP for extensive caries, yada, yada, yada. So the little girl barely opens for mom and I can see visible decay from across the room. Helicopter mom, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, she's there for IV sedation, a hellion when she wakes up, the whole bit. Of course, this happened to be a kid that pulled off one of her anterior crowns as soon as she got home. I had a new assistant in the mix for the anterior crowns was pretty runny but I thought I had given enough time to set up. My mistake. So mom calls like 30 minutes later and I tell them we are happy to have them come back ASAP. Yada, yada. I go through the whole bit about needing to actively stabilize the child to re-cement the crown and mom said that was fine. Obtain consent uh, for use of the mouth prop. Talk mom through what we need to do beforehand, etc. Kid was obviously terrible, still numb, still very sedated, and was screaming bloody murder. I got really close to her ear and in a firm A quiet voice said, I need you to please stop screaming so I can help you put your princess crown back on. Little girl blinked her eyes and stopped screaming. Re-cemented the crowns and she did awesome. Gave tons of positive reinforcement and praise after. Yada, yada, yada. When we finished, mom walked up to the front and immediately demanded her records and then left that review the next day. And then lots of eye-rolling emojis. Okay, this next one is a voicemail left by uh, an, an upset parent that was submitted to me. So not an actual one-star review, but an angry one-star voicemail that this dentist received. Uh, So let's go ahead and take a listen to this one.
3: She was a patient at your practice, or she was. Um, I have never, never dealt with the level of just not caring that your office has, And the way your office treated me, was disgusting, and I'm gonna leave a like a fair review, but I just can't believe what you people do. You cannot say you specialize or you care about children with autism and sensory processing disorder. We started seeing you in June, and my daughter still hasn't had her cavities taken care of, and she isn't, or she wasn't gonna get her cavities taken care of. To late August or mid-August, because why? We told you guys she needed valium or sedation to have her teeth fixed. Your receptionist, I don't know which one it was, I'm sure you remember whenever we went at it, I hung up on her because she just wasn't listening to me. She was making medical decisions for my daughter. Is she in medical school or something? Because she was going so hard against my daughter getting valium or sedation to have her teeth fixed, and you guys just let them make medical decisions like that? And she was stressed, but she even brought my husband into it because my husband was the one who took her to the appointment. And she was like, well, he didn't say anything, and he didn't da -da da da Like, I was crazy. Like, I wanted to overdose my daughter or drug her or something. I am so offended and just how long it takes to get stuff, any work done. And you can say, oh, we had to change the appointment because she wanted the value. We told you up front. If she goes to another dentist and has a broken tooth, it's pretty clear things didn't go well. I don't know why I was treated like a liar, why I was ignored, um, why things are taking so long. But, sir, you guys suck. Suck. Horrible people. The worst of the worst. Take the special needs off. Take the sedation off if you're not going to actually do it. You guys are awful. The worst people. Because you waste people's time. You act like you're going to help and you don't. That's the lowest of the lows to me. Thank you for your time.
1: Gotta love how uh, that mom ends that one. Just just rips the dentist a new, a new uh, you-know-what, and then thank you for your time. Um, yeah, you just shake your head at that one. Okay, uh, got a Facebook uh, post here. Um, this dentist said, here's one I got for a patient that was 40 minutes late to a 45-minute appointment. The dad never even stepped foot in our office but deemed us to be the worst office in the whole state of Arkansas. So the review for one star reads, less than one star for this establishment. Their front office doesn't have a clue on how to work the appointments. Don't know how uh, the dentists are, but the worst front office management in the whole of Arkansas. Do not recommend going here. And then the, uh, the dentist responded, we're truly sorry to hear about your experience. We pride ourselves in maintaining the highest quality standards. In order to respect all of our patients' time and keeping our clinic schedule on track, we enforce a strict late cancellation policy. We do appreciate your time in discussing this with our team over the phone and your feedback best. Yeah, that's a a good response to that. You know, there's a lot of times with those late appointments, you got to kind of lay down the law, put your foot down. Um, I think, you know, most reasonable people that keep appointments are going to see that and and, uh, not fault the dentist or the office if it's pretty clear that, you know, somebody's 40 minutes late for a 45-minute appointment. So, okay. And uh, next we got a, a voicemail submission for this next one yeah great place dentist wise unless you're pregnant eight months like me and you can barely breathe and they require
0: you to wear a mask anyways it's mandatory unlike some places which will make exceptions if you're pregnant or having breathing issues just as i clearly stated i was having but nope not here because the receptionist michelle will for sure ruin your day like she did mine and say no exceptions not
1: here sad part was there wasn't even anyone else in the lobby when i walked in not going back You know, I think it's safe to say a lot of bad reviews were generated during the COVID pandemic, uh, between all the PPE regulations and mask mandating and everything, you know, it, it became pretty political. Not a lot of people on the same page, but those can be, uh, those can be tough ones, you know, for, um, a little bit of context that Dennis had kind of mentioned that, that one star review came at the height of the pandemic. When the transmission rates were still super high, hospitals were full, everything was still in full effect there. Um, you know, and it was just tough because it just showed that they were following some of the local mandates. But I'm, I know for a fact that that dentist was not, um, not alone in, in generating a lot of angry, angry reviews and upset parents, especially it seems like the more rural and kind of maybe less educated you get, like, I don't know, the number of patient parents that have called it the scamdemic or whatever else, um, kind of just m- makes it hard to deal with. Um, so you can't lose uh, too much sleep over that one. I, I actually had a parent, they didn't leave a bad review, but I was blackmailed. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but I had a, uh, mom of three who brought her kids in, um, and her kids all had cavities and she, uh, she called me back and first, she didn't believe me. Then she accused me of not knowing what teeth they were on and, um, just was really uneducated. And then she wanted me to write a letter to the school that her kids all had mask mouth. if i had heard of that and that this mouth breathing from the mask was causing their cavities and that uh and that i needed to write a letter and i told her i wasn't interested in doing that that wasn't a can of worms i wanted to open um um because then everybody's going to want to come to me and and try to get that that letter written and she basically tried to black blackmail me and tell me that it was my duty as a healthcare professional to do what was best for my patient's interest and that i needed to write that letter so that was uh one of the first dismissal letters that i happily mailed out So you you can't win all those battles. And then uh, the last review we're going to do is a short one uh, via a Facebook message. Uh, This listener says, hi, first of all, thank you for doing the podcast. Uh, For my one-star review, father got mad that post-recare appointment, patient was not given the options to pick a prize. Uh, An email was sent out during the pandemic, no picking prizes. We have a laminated sheet and they can point to which one they want. Anyways, father proceeds to check out and stated that since there is no option given, he should get a discount for future treatment. Mind you, the child had two cavities and needed treatment with nitrous oxide. Front desk and office manager both stated no discount here. Father walked out and we all celebrated. It sounds like uh, just a, a dad trying to leverage his way into getting a pretty nonsense reason to get a discounted dental work. So got to stand uh, stick to your guns on that one. So that's it. That's uh, what our 12, 13... Fourteen some odd reviews that we kind of knocked out. So um, yeah, hopefully this just gives a little perspective to other listeners and other dentists that um, you know eventually a bad review is going to happen. You might see more of them when you buy a practice, start a practice, become an owner. That you take them, um, you know, they they hit you in the fields a little bit more and you kind of lose a little sleep over them. But it's going to happen to everybody, even if you're the best dentist in the world and uh you just have to take comfort in knowing that everybody else gets these reviews it's just part of life and that you just do your best you know the ones that you really should try to avoid are the ones where there's a doctor communication error you know if if you can you know just do your best the little office admin things are going to help it happen in whatever industry you're in so um don't lose too much sleep you know have have confidence that the rest of us are all kind of in the trenches and all in this together And, uh, I appreciate everybody that took the time to submit some, some of their one star reviews and, and mean, uh, mean tweets. So I had fun putting this episode together. Uh, I hope everybody's having a good holiday season and stay tuned for some more episodes and good content. Thanks everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to the bruise and tiny teeth podcast. Be sure to DM our host, Casey Getz on social media with any listener questions, comments, or tough clinical situations. We'll see you next week for another unfiltered episode.